This next guest on Mom's Freedom Maker podcast has always enjoyed an unwavering passion for making healthy nutrition as easy part of a living a whole fit and fabulous life. She worked as a naval officer dietitian for 10 years, followed by active duty for three years and remained in the reserves for another seven. Honoring our true calling is one of the best adventures we can undertake for our lives. She has hung up her uniform to sail the entrepreneur waters of her own business voyage instead. Leslie Urbis, welcome to Mom's Freedom Maker podcast. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, so excited to dive in. And I would love by starting this episode by asking you, what does freedom look like to you? Well, that's a great question. So uh, that's it's a difficult one because I'm partially a dietitian, you know, previous military, but now I'm still married to military. So I joke that freedom is where we're not confined by military laws, just kidding around. But um, I joke that I would think when I got out of the military, but I did not do that. Freedom to me truly looks like the ability to, I don't want to say do what you want because I do believe in rules, but the ability to live without boundaries, to live your life the way you want to. Not saying you don't put out a boundary like, you know, I'm not doing this or not doing that, but to fully live into your purpose, to fully breathe into the purpose that you were put here for and to no longer hold yourself back and be that authentic self. That's where I truly believe that you're most free. Beautifully said. I love I love the way this conversation is already going to flow. So, I want to hear more about you, where you came from and what led you to making the shift to becoming an entrepreneur. Yeah, of course. So, so I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, where I grew up. I was basically born and raised there until I was 24 when I joined the Navy. I had two older sisters which is part of probably the boundary thing in me and the, the freedom <laughs> part there. But um, I, I joined the Navy right after I finished my master's degree uh, from St. Louis University. And I, I three months later, I was in Rhode Island, which is where you do your training for the military. And then I traveled down to Jacksonville, Florida, where I've been for about 12 years now. And like you had said, I was a dietitian in the Navy and then in the reserves. And then I was also working as a civilian at the Naval Hospital. And then I had my daughter in 2018 while still working there. And my husband is not around a lot, like 300 days a year would be the least amount I would say that he's gone. So I was getting frustrated. It was long drives. It was a lot of work. It was a lot of things like that, um, that I was putting up with. And I just... I couldn't do it. So I got a job at home and realized like, why am I doing this for somebody else? I need to be doing this for myself. I want to make my own rules. And my family doesn't live where I am and neither does his family because we're military and we move around. So I, I wanted to be able to create the experience where I could go where I needed to, to be close to family when I wanted to and still have a job. The other big key to that was, is that we're going to move and I hate resumes and I hate job interviews. So I was like, if I stay on this path everywhere I go, I'm going to have to go to another job interview and another job resume. And so I had just decided at that point, it was time for me to, you know, take on being an entrepreneur and really dive in deep. So that's how it began. Wow. Yeah. I totally feel you not wanting to continuously change positions in roles. So finding something that was your own, that you could really take wherever in the world you were going 
is incredible. And I feel like that's a lot of reason that people do switch to being an entrepreneur. So it sounds like you took a lot of what you were doing before though, and that's what created this business. Can I hear a little bit more about what this business looks like for you today? Yeah, of course. So it started as just, you know, me thinking I'd help a couple of people here or there and, you know, it would be, you know, kind of cool. And now I've developed this whole brand of, you know, you can drink the margarita and have the abs, which is really the truth of like, you can live your life and, and still be as fit as you want to be. It's not a shame or guilt. So I developed my brand around trying to drop the shame and guilt around food. You know, I've eaten too much. Now I must abuse myself and go on this crazy diet. And it's that on again, off again, roller coaster dieting of, you know, years or maybe just months, hopefully. And that shame of, oh, I ate the ice cream with my kid. Now I'm not going to fit into this or I need to go back to that. And I've really developed a brand based on trying to help people to see that they are more than what they eat and through what I call mindset dieting, which is changing the way you approach a diet life. Instead of me handing you a piece of paper, this is what you need to live by. It's me asking you, what do you want your life to look like? What do you want to be eating? How do you want to be healthy? What diseases do you want to combat? What what runs in your family? So we can really hone in on you. And that's the backbone to how I do my quote unquote mindset dieting or teaching you how to live your life is Tell me how you want it to look, the food you want to be eating, the lifestyle you want to be having, and then tell me your goals and let's develop a plan based on you and not a piece of paper of this is your calories, these are your points, this is what you need to be following, and instead really you as the heart of your diet. That sounds so much more sustainable than the traditional way that people tend to look at dieting and being healthy, but the way you're talking about this is you really, you meet somebody where they're at understand where they're trying to go. And you really work backwards from there. And I love that. It sounds like more of a holistic style to this industry, which is great. So I would love to know more about mindset dieting. So with mindset dieting, you know, we really start with you instead of that, you know, okay, tell me, tell me what your weight is. Tell me what all the things that failed in the past. Instead, what we really do is we discuss, you know, okay, tell me where you're getting hung up. Tell me the things that go through your head. And I really go into the patterns in your subconscious mind that you follow, the things that you're repeatedly doing that you don't know you're doing, the things that cause you to self-sabotage, the things that you say, you know, I lost a ton of weight on this, but then it came back or things where you say, you know, I'm really successful, but then something hits me and I have no motivation or no discipline or no ability to follow through. That's really where I go into mindset dieting. And for the first bit of time that you work for me, sometimes two to four weeks, we don't actually ever get to that plan just yet. We're literally breaking the processes that will cause you to fail. The repeated things that you do over and over again, that cause you to literally hit the wall in three months or to have the story of, oh yeah, when I did that diet and I lost 60 pounds, but now it's back and then some. And instead it's really like, that's it. There is no beginning or ending to dieting again. There is no, there's no begin or end diet is really just everything you eat in a day. So you learn how to live your life with the ability to, well, I only have cold pizza in the house and maybe we're snowed in. So I guess cold pizza, it is kind of thing, you know, where you can really just live your life 
based on, okay, there's no shame. There's no guilt. I now have the right mindset to take on eating the foods that I need to, and, you know, giving myself the space to also live. That's so important. And helping people in this way has got to just light you up and just feel so good to help people feel better. And just like, they're able to live and not have to choose or count calories and points. I mean, how fulfilling is this for you? I absolutely love it. You know, when I started this, I didn't realize I was actually teaching from this perspective. And then all of a sudden I was like, wow, I am getting what I'm doing. Like it was like a click because, you know, I'm trained in the world of like, okay, give them a diet, give them the specific my nutrition background. And I've really developed that over time. I had somebody joke with me the other day, you're more of like a life coach. And I was like, well, kind of, but I come from the nutrition and wellness perspective of changing that you just so have changed the other things in your life because you've released this big weight. And that is the food guilt and shame, not the weight, not just the weight on your body. So I love it. Yeah. And I feel like on an entrepreneur's journey journey as well, it's like, you don't really know at first it's talking about it. It's opening up, it's starting. And then you just figure out what you love and where you're actually helping people. So it sounds like you've done an incredible job at that. And before this, had you ever really thought about how much a diet would help change their life moving forward? Like, how did that look for you in that transition? Because I know it's like, it affects their family, their whole mental health, their bodies, everything. But how do you help them step into that? Originally, when I started it, my business is called Fit and Fabulous Family Nutrition, but that's not really what I do now. But I did it because in the military world, I would see these, you know, military spouses come in and they would be like, I don't know how to get myself to live healthy and then do things for the kids. And then when he comes home from deployment or, you know, because they're so restricted in what they can eat, sometimes they want to just keep going out and I don't know how to live the life. So I imagined helping them build this, you know, step-by-step process. And little by little, what I realized was, is that I really had to hone in on the deep part of them that was blocking them from understanding they could have the pizza and follow through with, you know, still losing the weight. And as we, you know, began to take those steps and I started to see my business really move. And then I started to do testimonials with people like, what did you gain? What's funny was, is nobody was saying like, oh, I lost this amount of weight and I shredded this amount of like, um, in or like that. And the test, they were like, I have peace with food. I feel better about my life. I have more energy. Um, I got it in my job. I'm an entrepreneur myself and I landed more clients. Like I was like, okay, I'm, I'm. I'm doing things that I wasn't expecting in the testimonial. So then I literally had to have them like, I would have to then probe like, and you also lost some weight too, right? Because people expect to hear that. And that's when I realized, you know, I was doing much more than thought I was doing with just giving them a new lifestyle. And that's where I realized I'm really mindset training them in a mindset diet, health, wellness way, than giving them a weight loss plan. And that's where I adapt business. So. That's incredible. So it sounds like what started as one thing has waterfalled into just affecting all the areas of their life from business to health, wellness, family relationships, and even children. I would love to hear how this is even affecting family life. Yeah, of course. So, so a lot of times 
people get that frustrated, like, okay, let me go to a HelloFresh company or, you know, some sort of company that brings in food for me because I don't have the time. And what I help to do through this is leverage your time. I also am a mom to two. And, you know, as my husband is not here a lot, and I'll admit he did a majority of the cooking in our like young time together when he was here a little bit more. And that was fabulous. But when he walked out the door, I was like, okay, now I got to figure out this time thing. So instead of having people approach them towards the act like, okay, let's go get one of these companies. I teach them how to leverage their time and money, how to step into, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what you're trying to follow through with. Now let's talk about how we can save time and energy on the forefront. Let's talk about how you don't have to sit there on Sunday or Saturday and plan out every meal and have everything portion controlled and have everything perfect. Here's how you can do it. And here's how you can include the drive through if we need to a couple of times a week or include that pizza every Friday night because you don't want to cook. And that's really where I see them developing things in their face. Oh, it's okay to do this, but we do this in a certain way and we teach it in a certain way. And I have them involve their family in the process. You know, people feel so guilty if they go through a drive through sometimes. But sometimes it's needed. You know, I totally understand when you have to have that drive through moment. So that's when let's bring up the conversation with our kids on why we're doing this and on the healthy options. It doesn't mean you have to force them to get the apple slices over the French fries, but have a conversation. And sometimes that's where we're missing the mark. We're not actually talking to our kids about the decisions we're making. We force them into it. And that's when later on in life, we see that our kids bounce in a different direction of, They just go overboard on all the things because they never understood why they weren't given the option in the first place. And a lot of times that's where I see, you know, sometimes moms come to me and they're like, my kid is obese and I don't know how to help my kid. And part of it is giving them the decision and teaching. And so that's really where I see it impact the families the most time saving, money saving, and then teaching them health from the perspective they should, instead of forcing something on them. I love it. And you're really bringing a new awareness to the foods that they're consuming. And I love how you said, give them options, educate them a little bit more so that they can learn to make the right decisions and not feel like you're forcing your choices and decisions on them. That's so powerful. And I want to make sure everybody caught that because I feel as my son grows, that's something I really want to work on as well, just to instill healthy eating and let him know why we're doing it the way that we're doing it, but also give him the opportunity to choose maybe ice cream over fruit one day. I love it. I love it. So powerful. And what's the number one reason you feel people find you or seek your services? Yeah. So I would say it's a combination. One, it would be that roller coaster dieting um, where they've tried a million things and they've never been successful before or two, credentials. So, so many times, you know, I've even done a lot of research myself. People go to somebody for nutrition and fitness because they look the part, but a lot of times what they find out is that they look the part and they only have one specific solution for them. So when people find out I am a dietitian, I have spent five, actually I've spent eight years in school for it. And then I've also been, you know, a dietitian for 12 years and a personal trainer for about six years. And I have the nutrition fitness courses and everything together. They like that because they can hear that they're not going to get just, this is what worked for me. So this has to work for you. And that's the combination. When I talk to my clients, they say they chose for one or the other, whether credentials, roller coaster dieting, combination of both or too many emotions around food that they don't know how to navigate. 
I would love to chat with you now about the habit changes that you've gone through with a few of your clients that have really helped them get the biggest results with your program. Yeah, of course. So some of the habit things that we have to change are, you know, starting with the mindset around food. It's the all or nothing mentality. That's the first thing. You know, we really have to approach that of it's like I'm on or I'm off. Or I set these nevers, not touchings, no sugar, no, no drive through, no whatever. And we really hone in that first. And then the second thing with the habit changes is really, we need to figure out, you know, there's emotional reasons why we eat, bored reasons why we eat, um, social reasons why we eat, um, stress reasons why we eat. So let's find out where is our combination coming from? You know, what is it really? And where do we need to, you know, force the habit to go a different way? as well as not just focus on changing ourselves, but transforming ourselves. So much we look to the past self, like this is what I used to do. So in order to get there, I have to change this. But as much as we say we like change, we don't like change, we people don't really want to change, right? It's hard to change. So that's where we literally have to transform you. We have to take where you're looking for and transform the steps to get there instead of viewing it from a change perspective. Stop looking backwards to move forwards. Let's look forward to form a new self to get there. So we really work through those three things first in developing new habits. So you feel like you're transformed to someone else and you're not combating that girl that, you know, maybe treated you wrong in high school or that person you were when you dieted. Okay. Yeah. Makes complete sense. And you mentioned emotional eating, stress in eating, binge eating. So if somebody is listening to this, struggling with one of those things, how could you remove that from their mindset and help them reach the other side? Yeah. So first thing we need to do is we need to figure out why. So the best way to explain that is through a story of my own. And that is when I went to officer development school back in the Navy days, when I was 24 years old, it was a five week program in Rhode Island. And I have never spent longer than two weeks away from my mother. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but when I went into my fourth week in that school, I was very emotional. I was like, I just want to see my mom. I want to hug. Like when you're there, you don't get, you don't get physical contact. You don't get to drink caffeine. You don't get any kind of chocolate. You don't get any kind of desserts, right? Your life is very restricted as they teach you when you're there. And that fourth week, I just couldn't do it. There was something that was really getting to me. And so I said, okay, Leslie, what is your problem? But I could not stop crying. So I was allowed to call my mom. We weren't allowed cell phones. So I used somebody else's. I can't believe she answered because it was a random number. All I was doing was crying in the bathroom to her, right? Legit all out crying. And she was calming me down. And as soon as we hung up the phone, in which I said zero words, basically, I was like, all I want is chocolate. That's all I could think about. And I'm at this school that I can do nothing about it for three days. I wanted chocolate or I wanted cake or I wanted ice cream. And I'm like, why? After days of asking myself why I came across something in my brain that was like when I was little and we would get hurt, we would get chocolate or we would get ice cream. And so this emotion that I couldn't get, like I couldn't get the physical contact of my mom giving me a hug was I need this to replace it. And it took me some soul searching to figure it out. Now to adapt to that, I had to give myself some transform phases to get there. So it was, okay, well, in officer development school, I couldn't go get it anyways. So it was fine, right? I'm still restricted. Even though I wanted it, I couldn't get it. Well, in knowing I had moved to Florida away from my 
family and I was only going to see him every few months, I had to overcome that, right? Or I could literally blow up from eating all the chocolate and ice cream that I wanted to. So I had to start going into myself emotionally and figuring out other ways to get that emotion that I needed without having, you know, solid friendships yet and moving to a whole new world and all that good stuff. So little by little, I took transforming processes like, okay, let's transform how to get this good feeling without the chocolate or the ice cream. Next, let's transform how to connect differently to that chocolate and ice cream and be in control of that emotion. And then the last thing is, how do I do that and live that for life? Because that process is ingrained in my head. I've had that since I was a child. That's just like, you know, when you eat food, you, you swallow it and then your body does the rest, right? So as your body's digesting that food, it is so much similar. It's similar to exactly you eating that chocolate or ice cream. It's ingrained. You have to go get it. So now you have to change that process, but it's always there. It's always deeply rooted. So we have to transform it slowly. So that way you become conscious of it quicker. So you don't just go, okay, have the emotion. I'm not going to eat. You may actually physically get the ice cream and be like, okay, wait, now I'm remembering. And it does some actions because it's just like driving a car. You know, you get to your destination and you're like, how did I get here? Right. And that sometimes happens with your food and your emotions and your stress. And so that's some of the biggest things that we uncover through that mindset dieting. Wow. What a powerful story. I would love to ask you. If there was one thing that you could give a mama who's listening, who might be struggling because she doesn't have much time to meal prep or cook for her family, what she feels is healthy meals. What advice would you give her? Cause I know meal prepping and planning out somebody's entire week, like you said, isn't really manageable. Yeah. So I, I view the healthy, convenient option is my best way to teach people quick and easy. There are so many healthy, convenient options in your grocery store, in your freezer section, and it's typically made by the actual grocery store company. So whatever your grocery store is that's closest to you, I can guarantee you they have pre-made frozen meals that will save you time. They have less sodium. They have less additives, preservatives, all that kind of stuff, because it's literally made there and they freeze it themselves. So it has less shelf time, shelf life kind of thing. And that's one of the biggest things that sometimes I have to do. The other thing is, is save yourself cutting time. It is okay to get the pre-cut vegetables and fruit. It will save you so much time. Typically, the only thing they do to those things is maybe add a little bit of like lemon juice if it's apple slices. So that way the apples don't look brown. And that's biggest the biggest eye appeal thing. Those are the top two things I tell anybody that will leverage your time like crazy. You know, go to there. And if you don't know where they're at in your grocery store, your grocer does. Or they can give you the fresh option of them that they have. And then you can freeze it themselves. They'll tell you how long you have to freeze it. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure everybody listening to this is going to be taking mental notes the next time they pop into the grocery store. Cause that is a lot of the time consuming part is the actual prep rather than throwing it in the oven. Right. So very, very helpful tips. And I would love to ask you if you have any other advice or recommendations for somebody who's probably listening to this right now and really resonating with this message? Yeah. So my first thing I would say there's top two. The first thing is I want you to really ask, especially because you're a mom, are you worth it? 
Meaning so many of us sell ourselves short when it comes to the diet, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to getting healthy, because we see other moms that just can do it. Or we see other moms that did lose all this weight. But the true question to you is, are you worth getting the help you need? We put ourselves last and we say we'll die for our kids, but we won't really live for them. So instead we pretend that these things don't bother us. And we live in that, I don't wanna be in the picture and I don't want to be, you know, I don't wanna be overweight, but I don't like the way I look, but I don't have the time to do this. And instead of dealing with that ourselves and putting ourselves first in just this one way, we sell ourselves short. So ask yourself, and tell yourself you are worth it. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is with any time that you're going to do a diet or a lifestyle change, I want you to ask yourself as you're beginning it, does it bring you joy? Are you excited? Does it make you feel good? And like, this is sustainable. If you don't feel joy, excitement, and that it will be sustainable, it will fail you. So don't waste your time just so you have something else on the list that makes you feel bad. Instead, be able to say you have joy, you have excitement, and you are ready for this, and you know it's going to be sustainable. So that way you take on a challenge that you will get results with instead of just another thing that you failed at. Mm, Drop the mic after that one. That is so powerful. And I love how you're stressing the fact that this is results for a lifetime. It's not another diet. That's just going to be failed. It's not skipping all of your favorite dishes at Thanksgiving with the holidays coming up, right? It's sustainable eating and teaching your family that you can do this in a way that's healthy and rewarding at the same time. Now I want to hear your slogan one more time too. It was margaritas and, and abs. Yeah. You can drink the margaritas and you can have the abs. I love it so much. Now, I would love to ask you for a book recommendation. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you have one that you'd recommend for the listeners today? Yeah. So I would probably say the book that changed my life the most would be called Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. Um, I loved that book and it was so easy to follow and it was uh, 21 days of different things to do. Um, that would be the, the first one. And if you ever, I always forget what it's called, so I'll have to remember it, but there's a, um, a couple of food eating books. A lot of people talk about intuitive eating as a good one. Um, I, I kind of like that one. I think sometimes it's hard for people to work through themselves, but the other one would be, I think it's called How We Eat. I'll have to look that up, but it was a book. Oh no, it's called mindless eating, mindless eating. It talks to you all about how we mindless eat. It will blow your mind. If you look up mindless eating, you'll be like, I cannot believe this is true. And it talks all about how we overeat in certain social situations. And you will literally be like, it's like a Netflix thing, you know, where you watch one of those. Um, It's not a Netflix movie, but you watch a Netflix tutorial thing about all these things that we wouldn't know. I'm Thing. You read mindless eating and I guarantee you'll be like, holy cow. <laughs> I can't wait to check all of these recommendations out. And I'm going to add them into the show notes here as well. And actually what you just said sparked something. Well, two things actually for me right now. First off, so I've got a 10 month old here who just, I mean, eats and eats and eats. It's like a bottomless pit. I'm telling you. Yep. And I, I make healthy things. I'm vegetarian. So we're at this point in his life, raising him in that way until we can educate him on why we've made that decision. Then we're going to allow him to choose his path there. But what do you recommend for a baby? I mean, do you work with children much? I mean, is there any advice for something like that that's going on? 
Yeah, of course. So I do work with children. Um, for your 10-month-old, you said he was a boy. I, I do truly believe that boys have hollow legs. My 14-month-old, almost, could eat the same way. I'm like, why are you still eating? Like, he could just eat. If he if he had access to the pantry, I guarantee it would all be gone. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Um, but the, the thing I always encourage that will help people to feel more sustained is to mix a carb with protein. So many times the snacks that we give are things like, you know, like a Nutri-Grain bar or something quick and easy full of carbs. But our kids would feel more sustained if they had just a little bit more protein with it, you know, like a little bit of cheese or a little bit of peanut butter or, you know, a bar that actually had more than two grams of protein in it. Kids don't need crazy amounts of protein, but it will help them to feel fuller longer. When your kid is, you know, very active and boys are crazy active, I feel like in comparison to the, my daughter, and that's not a generalization, just with my two kids, he was, he's crazy and all over the place. And at this point, she was not the same way. So the more they're active, the more they're burning through those carbs and those carbs are just leaving their body. So they're hungry again. They're like, okay, well, you know, while you've sat in the same place, your kid has done 35 circles and is like, where's the next thing to eat, you know? So thinking about how they're still doing all that stuff will also help. And then just adding that protein in. That's so true. He's running laps around me already. Well, crawling laps around me. He doesn't walk quite yet, but. And the second thing that that kind of brought up was, how easy it really is to get into a meal routine that may or may not be the healthiest for your family, just because maybe it's easier. And maybe you just don't look up new recipes, for example. Like I find that I cook kind of the same five meals, maybe on repeat, like throughout the week and rotate them. So do you have, I guess, recommendations on shaking it up, maybe just looking up more recipes and trying things, or what do you recommend usually to your clients there? Yeah, you're more than welcome to, to check out recipes and things like that. If you're trying to do it from a health perspective of losing weight as well, um, there are meal plans that you can get, some of which I teach that would be curtailed to you and your family to get you results, but give you new ideas. The other thing, um, the two other things that my husband and I have instituted when he's home more often is one, meatless Mondays, which you would already be doing from a vegetarian perspective. But for somebody who does incorporate meat, going to a meatless Monday, which means you don't eat meat on Monday, would cause you to to find recipe. So that would be one thing. Or the other thing that my husband and I try to do is besides the date night every week, he likes to cook. So he finds a new recipe every week that he'd like to make. And then we incorporate that. So that could be something that you do. And the older your kids get involving them in that, they will truly love that. You know, that's a big piece to it. And for kids, I mean, yours is 10 months. So as he ages and gets a little bit older, I have them pick out something they've never had in the grocery store and then try to figure out or Google a recipe there or the next week we'll use it. So that way they can start trying foods that they were otherwise not known to before and that I would not be picking myself. So that that's another way to just kind of spice it up with the family and give them something else to do. Yeah, I love that point. It, it becomes pretty simple to walk into the grocery store and just continue to get the same things out of the cart on repeat every time you go. But I love that option of allowing your kids to choose something, making a meal around it and really involving them in that way. So I hope all the mamas listening are taking notes right now because this is some serious value that we're receiving today. And I would love to wrap the show up with any final words that you have for the listeners today. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, know that you're worth it and stop selling yourself short. From a mom perspective, I think that's the best way to go because it's so hard. And no matter what you choose, you're like, 
I feel guilty because you feel like somebody out there is judging you. Remember, it doesn't matter. As long as you feel good in your decision and you know you're worth it, you made the right decision. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today, Leslie. And as I said before, guys, any of the links or books that we've discussed today will be located in the show notes below. So please check them out or pop over to her website. Do you have anything else you would like to share? Can you please drop your link for everybody who is listening right now? Yeah, of course. I definitely will. And you can find me in my Facebook group as well. Um, it's called Weight Loss and Wellbeing for High Performers. You don't have to be a high performer to be there, but it's just a, a good place to also get free information every day. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.